The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? Great, how are you? I'm about to be better, I'm going to do this Kratom here. Oh, yeah. I'm all excited for you. You found your, you found your Kratom voice. I now. did. Mitra 9, huh? Are you, uh, are you all about the seltzer or the go-packs? You're a go-pack guy. Oh, that's what you're drinking right now is the go-pack. Yeah, the Those go-pack. are perfect for Lazo, aren't yeah, they? they are. I think they're perfect for just about anyone <sighs> who's interested in uh, trying a little Kratom. Mitra-9.com. Yep. Promo that's code it. problematic. There you go. That's it. How was your weekend? Good, you? It was good. I felt I felt bad for you. You have said many times that as a Lions fan, you have to learn to uh, keep your expectations low, fairly low. But then, and know that they're going to break your heart. That they're going to break your heart. Things started to turn around the season. I guess mainly it would be that they're going to break your heart. Yes. Things started to turn around the season. They started winning some games. Suddenly, people were like you know the Lions that. They could make it to the playoffs. And then you start looking at what had to happen, and it's like, no, there's like a legitimate chance. What it seemed like at that point was if the Lions could just win, then they'd most likely make it to the playoffs because the other things that needed to happen looked like they would probably fall in the Lions' favor. So we imagine this coming down to a Packers game that the Lions have to win to get into the playoffs. But it didn't. And you imagine, I'm sure, a game where the Lions are up, uh, the game is almost over, and then something terrible happens no, in the last Actually, seconds. we talked to Nick about it, and I was like, no, this is what's going to happen. The Lions are better than they have been before. So in order for the universe to make it right, they couldn't just kick the Lions, because I believe Dane Campbell is like, you know what? I've broken the curse. I've got this. We've got it figured out. I believe they were like, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. What we'll do is, uh, you know, Make the Seattle kicker hit a goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, have Baker Mayfield throw an interception. You know, we'll just make this game go into overtime so you guys can really think you got a shot, and then we'll make you lose. How about that? And then we can break your heart because we I don't think we can do it directly this year. Um, and we also have, and I think the universe is like, plus we also have other things we got to take care of, which is, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers walking off a cold field after getting beaten. And if they get into the playoffs, then he'll go on the road. And we really want to end it in, like, every year, Aaron Rodgers walking off like an idiot in Lambeau. So the only way to do this is to really uh, embrace Geno being the GOAT. Yeah. And it'll break your heart more because your kid said Geno's the GOAT in the first week. He's got the Geno jersey. You bought it for him. So we're actually in the last week of the season going to have Geno beat the Rams, not have Stafford play because he's hurt, and that way you guys can win your last game uh, 
Aaron Rodgers can walk off the field defeated like always, and nothing changes. Congratulations. See you next year. It was Lions luck other places. Yeah. It was really it was really something. And something. the whole country was rooting of course. for the Lions. You heard people talking about it on and TV. And I got so many texts from people that I know, like, congratulations, man, Lions beat the Packers. In my head, I'm like, that's great. I'm excited that they knocked the Packers out. But also, yeah. uh, I mean, we didn't. We're not in the playoffs. Right, yeah. right. We're, that's, we're done. That's, that's I mean, not how that works. Well, I think a lot of people. Once again, wait till next year. They're going to be great. Like, really? Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people still thought that. Like, as the game, even when the game started, like, oh, if they win this game, then they'll get to go to the playoffs. Like, no, yeah. no, no. It's already, yeah. uh, it's already done deal. So, and, and you know what? Maybe if it, if the playoffs had been on the line, maybe that game would have ended differently. I don't know. But hey, I did see this. I see a lot of people saying that the Lions may be leaving without going to the playoffs, but. There is a renewed sense of optimism. And for everyone who really, really, really did not feel much better about this season than previous seasons early on this year, right, I think they've turned six. around. Yeah, I think they've, they've I mean, our, your Detroit uh, friends that you still talk to regularly and talk Lions football, is everyone on board now? Well, there was a bunch of, uh, there's a picture. I sent it to some of my friends, but a bunch of them sending it to me. It's a picture. I don't know where my phone is, but I'll show it to you at some point. It's a picture of. A picture of blue Kool Aid with glasses, okay. and people are just sending it to each other like, "Here we are, drinking it again." Mm. Well, we're all drinking it though. I right. feel like America like, is drinking Lions it. Lions Kool Aid tastes great. Drink it up. It's gonna happen eventually. So, uh, I think I might have put it on my Instagram. Now that the uh, playoffs, yeah, playoffs. Now that we're talking playoffs, what are your predictions, Lazlo? Well, I'm just going to stick with what I predicted before the season. Well, so Seahawks 49ers. What? I, oh, you want me all the games? Because yeah, I just picked curious. Tampa, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That was your original year. pick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll take the 49ers, although I think that game's going to be closer than people think. I have not watched, and I'm, I'm always the least knowledgeable person about anything sports related in this room, but I have not. I've watched less football this year than other years. What, what's going on with the 49ers? They were supposed to be great, but then they had, what's his name, get injured? Right? They had and a then, couple people get injured, but they got this rookie quarterback who was Mr. Irrelevant, uh, Brock Purdy. And, and that's, man, he's played pretty well. And so that's what's they're that, there. They've the got a great line. defense. I mean, they're good. Then you've got uh, the Chargers and the Jags, which is another game because I know that you're a Jags fan. You lived in Jacksonville for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I was. I'm not anymore. You're not at all anymore? You don't root no, for the Jags I, like they, this weekend? You weren't rooting for them? No. They oh. went, as soon as they hired Urban Meyer. Oh, right. Forget right, right, it. You right, guys are okay. dead to me. And I know it didn't work out and they had to fire him, but still. No, you hired Urban Meyer. You're dead to me. Okay, so Chargers, Jags, what do you think? I think the Chargers win. It, they, it just seems, again, I don't know nearly enough to be making an educated guess. But it just feels like the Chargers should be a better team. Yeah, I think so. Although, that game this weekend, I don't know. I mean, maybe Jacksonville's pretty good. The Dolphins you're a fan of. I am. That game yesterday right. was a real barber. You're the way you can. I, I mean, I turned on the game and I was like, oh, this game's just starting. Yeah. You know, like, I, I thought that, you know, maybe I'd be catching the end of this game. Sure. No, it was the end of the game. It was, what was it? I guess it was 6-6. Yeah. And then uh, they kicked that field goal. And then in the end, there did was, well, I think there was like a touchback or something, right? I don't know what the right. final score was. But it was uh, no touchdowns. Neither no. team got a touchdown. But that got the Dolphins into the playoffs, right? I love the Dolphins. Been a Dolphins fan my whole life. I was a Dolphins fan <clears throat> before I was a Jags fan. So 
I live in South Florida on the Gulf Coast, but for whatever reason, and you're there, those people, even though it's on the Tampa side, they're Miami fans. I don't know why, but they are. It feels like a more storied franchise. I mean, Dan Marino, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I don't know why, but it was always on TV when I was a kid, when I lived down there. So, but, but, I mean, it's Miami at Buffalo. So yeah. the odds are, I saw someone put up what the percentage was that they could win that game, and they had it at, I don't know, 15% or something Yeah, I like don't that. think they can beat them. Is Tua going to be back? Who knows? But it's still, I don't think they can Seems beat them. Like I am no. a Tua fan. but How many times has he come back? Just once a bit? He's been hit a lot. Yeah. At what point do you say, like, does an agent say, or does the league say, or the union say, hey, you know what? I think as long as you go through a concussion protocol, you can play forever. I guess that's what they do. But there should be like a, hey, if you get this many in a season – then no matter the what, season? you got to be done at least for the rest of the season. Maybe I don't know. Do Maybe that. that is in the protocol. Yeah, that could I have be. no idea. I don't know. Uh, okay, Giants-Vikings. I am interested in this because I feel like no one's really talked about the Vikings here around us, this group. Right. It, it kind of seems like none of us are Vikings believers, even though they started with an amazing record. I'm not a Giants believer either, so I, who, whoever wins doesn't matter to me. Who cares? So you, but you I think, think the Giants... neither one of them matter. Okay, but you, you wouldn't be surprised at all if the Giants win that nope. game. Uh, now... Baltimore, Cincinnati. I saw Cincinnati. They they claimed that the NFL was kicking people out of the stadium for holding up anti Roger Goodell signs. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but I saw an article about it. Uh, if Lamar's back, I think the Ravens have a shot. Ravens. Uh, Joe Burrow Bengals. is an interesting cat, man. There's a lot of things I like about him. I don't know if it's true, but the what was the quote, at least they said? And I don't know if that was really a quote, but it was on social media when he had that cigar in his hand and somebody talked mm. about the Cincinnati window mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to win a championship. And he said, the window's open as long as I'm here. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah, I was like, okay. I like the confidence, but it... I don't... I like I like Geno's, you know. They wrote, they, you know, they wrote me off. I didn't write back. Yeah, I like good. that confidence a little bit. The, the cocky Joe Burrow thing... I'm not sure I like that guy, to be honest with you. Well, the, the Chiefs probably want the Ravens to win, right? Just because it seems yeah. like Cincinnati has their number. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that what Chiefs fans are all going to be sure. doing collectively is rooting for the, yeah. the, the Ravens? Um, what did I miss? Oh, th- then you got Cowboys-Tampa Bay. Did you watch the Cowboys game yesterday? Yeah, they're not good. That They definitely didn't look good yesterday. That was laugh-out-loud funny at times. I mean, just how bad some of those mistakes were. But they've had a... A decent year. It seemed like they were having yeah. a pretty good year there for a while. They actually look. I'm going to take Tampa. Good. I just don't bet against Brady in the playoffs. So you okay? Would you bet money? You yeah, bet money yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. Brady over the Cowboys. Yeah, and he's going to get points too. I take the points. Okay. All right. And then uh, I guess we'll see what happens. And did they decide? Uh, as far as I know, we talked last week about this uh, neutral uh, field for the AFC Championship. Is that still a is that a no? Deal? I think they're. They Good go back now, on that? right? Yeah. Okay, so none of that happened. I think because the Bills beat the Patriots, then it's back in Kansas City. It. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's- I did hear my favorite rumor was that I heard was uh, that the coach of the Rams is going to retire. I heard that too. And go to the broadcast booth. For Monday Night Football. Right. At, he's just tired. He's like 35. He's good. He's done. He's, he's, he's yeah. Yeah. But then somebody was saying... Then what happens and how and be, it's not going to happen. But how great would it be that then Stafford is like, well, look, I came here to win. Yeah. I won. I'm not interested in being on a team that's rebuilding. I've lost too many years doing that for the Lions. So what if the Lions sent draft picks to the Rams for Stafford for Stafford to come back on a team 
And then he can come back and be like, there hey, you go. guys rebuilt without me. I won a Super yeah. Bowl. And now I'll come back to Detroit and we can win one here. Is that the Rams what you want? Like, I would, it would be amazing if they, if they were able to do both. Because the Rams have no picks, right? Like they gave up they, no, they gave up everything. Right. And now if McVay retires and then Donald retires, happen, it really could. Has that ever happened before? Oh, I guess surely it's happened where a quarterback well, has come back. Yeah, but, yeah, they come back to retire. Right, usually. they come back. Yeah, a lot of times maybe right. even as a backup or just yeah. to do one last season and retire. Yeah. But uh, that would be crazy because Detroit fans, I get the feeling, are Stafford fans. Like they, yeah, sure. And he never really. I mean, even his commercials are like you know, I can leave someplace that I love. Those AT and T commercials or whatever, right? Is he <clears> and now he's a spokesman for Little Caesars, which is a Detroit company. I mean, he certainly hasn't yeah. turned his back on him. Is no. he the one whose wife is controversial? Yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with that. By the way, either. Yeah. I think you know keeps it entertained. Are you excited? You don't seem that excited for playoffs. I mean, I know the Lions didn't yeah, quite yeah. make it, but you know. Yeah, I'm, you know me. I'm always excited for football. Because the test for depression is how you're feeling about football. Are you excited? Playoffs are getting ready to start. Yes. That normally would be, even if you're just like a moderate I think, fan. But not, I don't think it's depression. But I do think Michigan losing to TCU, coming so close, and then yeah. tonight's a national championship, and then the Lions coming so close to the playoffs. There is a little bit of me that's like, I hope it's not depression. It's just like, ugh. Well, let's keep an eye on that. We'll keep it close. The Church Church of Laszlo. All right, what are we doing? Did you see someone uh, posted those AI pictures of us on our subreddit? Did you see your AI? No. Oh, you didn't see your AI rendering? Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, can you show Laszlo his AI You've seen people on social media doing that, though, right? What was the name of that main company? I don't want to get it wrong. I can't. I know there's a couple now that have tried to mimic it, but there was that one company. You paid like five bucks, eight bucks. (laughs) Right. And you just put in photos, and then it creates new images based on, uh, you know, the information that it has. Sure. I don't remember. I think when I tried it, it said it needed at least eight pictures of you, some something like that. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of accidentally putting in one picture from when I was like nineteen because I just right. need. I didn't have selfies, and it says it needs to be a selfie, and you needed whatever the minimum limit was. I was like one shy, and then I found right. a picture of me. When I was like nineteen years old. I had hair. Well, you could have taken I was like, one. I'll just throw that in there. I know, but. I was looking for like decent pictures. I'm like, well, here you go. I'll just throw that in there. So then it ended up doing about half of my AIs with hair, which is a little... Well, you never know. know. Well, that's true. I mean, hair could come back. But also, I felt like it made me look a little too good. You know, some of them I've noticed look a lot like the person. Some of them look nothing like the person. And some just look a lot lot better. I've seen some that actually look a little worse. I'm like, oh, that sucks. I wonder why it would have got wrong there because it should make it at least as good. I I think most people, the idea is you're going to share these things. I thought that one was pretty good. I thought that yeah, was I funny. Like mine. It was good. So the other big thing though that has been uh, swarming—that's one that those are the ones that I made. Yeah, uh, over Christmas break. The other thing is the AI. You look like a magician in those pictures. In the bald one, you look like a Vegas magician. That one's Vegas. I think I sent you, you and Nick, those. Well, oh, there you go, like a wizard. <laughs> like yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, and then there's just quite a few of them with hair, which I've never really been worried about being bald. It doesn't bother me that much. Uh but when I saw those pictures with hair, I was like, oh, man, I guess if they had a cure for baldness, I probably would take it. Because I've said no, before, if they had a cure for baldness and you were still bald, then you're really saying, I don't care. Because they know that you could fix it. Everyone knows, like, oh, they could cure that baldness, but they don't. It's like when you let your hair grow, go gray. It's like, yeah, I just let my hair go gray, right? Yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to change anything. So that's kind of how it would be with the baldness. But now that I've seen those pictures, I'm like, I might want to try and see what I look like. Yeah, you look good bald, though. I feel like people are at least Some used people, to it. when you go bald, it makes you look old. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't make you look old. Tell me about it. 
And it can just be jarring to people, you know, depending on when it happens in your life. Like, oh, boy, you look a lot different. I've been but I wouldn't think, 21. I wouldn't think, looking at you, that it wasn't a choice. I see what you're saying. I would think you could Appreciate grow hair if that. you wanted to. You just decided not to. Appreciate that. Right? Where you see some people, you're like, oh, that you person cannot it. grow if hair. If you don't yeah. shave your head, does it start coming back a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, it just uh, it's very, very thin on top. But it comes in on the sides, just like when you watch, okay. uh, you know, Saved by the Bell. Like the Costanza. He's got Costanza exactly. hair. Yes, okay. I've got Costanza hair, or like my dad's hair. Yeah. I mean, you've seen my older brothers. They, they still have yeah. hair. It's just oh, thin okay, on top. Right. So... The other big thing that's been uh, storming social media, that doesn't sound right. Sure. Storm the Capitol. But anyway, it's been big on social media has been this chat GPT, the AI chatbots. Have you used these at all? Have you no, taken? You, no. you, you haven't? What used is this these at all? now? Okay, so these things have become very popular. And now schools, there's been a lot of news stories within the last just couple of weeks about different schools across the country saying, hey, we are going to give you a failing grade if we can prove that you used one of these. Uh, AIs to write your school paper. What you do, and Brooke has been messing around with it a ton, or she was a couple weeks ago. You can type in, like, uh, write me a song about Laszlo being on the radio. And okay. boop, 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 it does it. And it will give you lyrics, they rhyme. The more information you give it, obviously, the more the detailed it it'll sure, be. Okay. But you can even, you can put in there, uh, you know, write a resignation letter for me uh, working at a radio station. Okay. Whatever it is. Again, more information, the better. But it even with a limited amount of information, can get you... It doesn't sound like it was... Most of the time, does not sound like it was written by a computer. Okay. It sounds like someone took the time. It's probably going to be big for resumes. Um, sure. You know, and obviously, kids trying to cheat on their school papers, it sounds like they're already trying to do that. It, it's taking information that's available on the internet. It's fast enough that it can access all those different things with those keywords, okay. and then, boom, put it in. It's, I think what makes it really unique, too, though, is that it can also write a song or poetry or, you know, do it in that form, not just write a paper, but that it can do those unique things. Everything that we've tried with it, it seems to have worked. We haven't what really is found it, is it a website? Thing. Yeah, there's different websites you can go to. Which one uh, do you use? And, and test it out. I, if you just search, um, I think we just use the chat GPT one. If you search that, you should find uh, some at the top that'll pop up. And, we'll and so what, teachers are saying, we're going to use it too? Teachers are saying, there's already supposed like we'll to be pop- some sort of software that people are like, hey, this will uh, hopefully be able to tell if a student used one of these AI websites to write a paper for them. And some schools are claiming, like, you know, we can tell, and we're going to give you an F if you do it. So don't even give it a shot. But that's not even why I bring it to you. I bring it to you because the new story well, you got to log in and sign up. No, you don't have to sign up. Most of them will let you. I think I don't think we ever signed up. I think I found a way to do it where I just typed it in. I'll get you a website here uh, in a second that she uses because I don't think we ever created an account. But, but the, how would – yeah, I mean, okay, go ahead. Yeah, how does it – no, it's like when they came and out even with even if like, my teachers were like, well, I mean, okay, so you'd have to do a little bit of legwork. Yeah. Change a couple sentences, some words here and there, but if, I mean... That's just it, and that's what people were saying. If you have it, write it for you. All you really need to do is go in and just kind of proofread it and put a couple things in there, and it would probably be pretty hard for the school to know that the AI wrote this paper. And I think they're probably just trying to scare students at this point by making them think and does it write the same one every time no it doesn't seem so then how like i get if you were copying from another source but if it's not the same one every time how i mean and and by the way people can can message us uh they can put it in the chat here on twitch and tell me why what i'm getting wrong about this because i'm sure i'm getting plenty wrong maybe it does do a lot of the same things repetitively and that's how some of this software that's supposed to be able to detect it works i really don't know but the big story here or at least what i thought you'd be interested in laszlo 
is that AI, one of the many, there's tons of companies doing this, but one of these companies says that next month, the world's first AI robot lawyer will be used. So there's a court case next month, and this AI is going to represent, I guess, this defendant. I will say it's for a speeding ticket, but you know, you got to test it out, give it a shot. And what's supposed to happen here is this defendant is going to have AI, I guess, in his ear. It's going to be listening to, I don't know if it's using his phone or a computer or whatever, okay. but it's going to be listening to all the proceedings. And when it's time for him to talk, the AI is going to tell him in his ear what to say. And if you think about the legal system and lawyers, their That's job is to great. try and remember every single little you know, piece of case law, every study, the outcome of every Supreme Court decision to right. try and, and argue why the law is on their side and not the opponent's side. If you got to the point where AI is like, I'm just accessing all of this in real time, I can look through all those books that you've got crowding your library and your right. law school, I can do that all in seconds, then wouldn't lawyers most likely just become AI? I mean... Well, no. I mean, maybe. If you're going to have a convincing voice, I guess. But. Well, yeah, and connections. Yeah. We know that's a lot of what lawyers do, who they know. True. But what it could do for lawyers is we don't really have to work that much anymore. Now, we're just going to make sure our connections are good, make sure we know the judge, make sure we know kind of, and then I'll just punch this in, you know, DUI, this date, this old, this car, this, this, boom. It spits it all out, and now I can just read that and go in. I don't have to do any research. I think it... Instead of making lawyers obsolete, I think it makes them their job a million times easier. Because you wouldn't just sure. hire a computer on something big. You're like, I need this guy. Yeah, not I need this not, guy no. who's going to tell me, like, I know the prosecutor. I went and had lunch with him deals. yesterday. Right. So, but which is really a lot of what lawyers do anyway, right? Yeah, for sure. It's a huge. So part now of you do. just have all of the, the answers, research so done. Yeah. And then you can just go out and cut those deals. And any curveball that's thrown at you. It's already taken. It, you, it can be handled right then and there. No one has to say, hey, can we take a quick recess? I need to right. go look at this information, see if it's true. The AI will know. And forget about just lawyers. I wonder if what it could do is make law, the, the amount of time you have to go to school to be a lawyer less. I would think so. I don't so. think that would happen overnight. But it's no. like, okay, if you can just talk and cut deals... You can be a lawyer because you got this AI thing. It's already So now you're just hiring, a, which you are anyway... You're hiring for their knowledge, but most of the time, aren't you really hiring for them for how charismatic they are, course, how confident they are, yeah. right? When you walk into an office, if it's some guy's like, I, I, I think know. we can do this. Right. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, God, oh, no. Like, but when the guy boy. rolls in in that suit and the nice yeah. car and the watch, and he's like, yeah, done these a million times, man. Don't worry about it. Who's your judge? Oh, I know. You're like, okay, yeah. let me stick yeah, with that is this a huge, lady. a huge right? part of it. But beyond that, too, not just being a lawyer, but in general... If we get to the point where there's a voice in our ear telling us answers to everything, which right now we have our phones, we have our laptops, and you look at someone sometimes, you're like, did you just look that up? Like, no, I swear I didn't look it up. I knew that. And you're like, did you know it or did you just look it up? If you're hearing it in your ear instantly, then it's like, does it matter if they looked it up or not? I like that. And does it matter if your kids go to school anymore? If you get to the point where all the answers are right there. They can just be said to you in your ear at any time. What's this times this? I mean, I think people would make an argument that it would be good for children to have and for people to have certain understanding of how we get to the things, the answers that we get to. But you Why? Can easily, right, you can convince me, like, well, then just ask it. Why is it important to know this? It's, it right. might just say, like, it's not. I just gave you the answer. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, if they had that and they said, hey, it's up to you, Lazo. You know, your kids can go to traditional school 
or they can go, you know, to things like camps and go play sports with their friends, and they'll just have the. But how about that with sports ears. too? What like, do you mean? You know, well, you could say like, well, it's. I'm just throwing this out. It's for baseball or football. Let's just say it's the sixth inning. This guy's thrown 102 pitches. His velocity's gone down from 99 to 96. It's a full count. Uh, look for a curveball. Now I know he could change that. There's no way to actually predict the future, but. They can say like 98% of the time he throws a curveball here. Look for that. That's just in your ear? Yeah. And the play calling that the coaches could do. That's what I'm saying. Fourth and one on the 40. Here's, you know, I know they have the percentages already, but you could even go further than that. Absolutely. Like it, run at this leverage. guy. He's missed 17 tackles in this situation. Like, wow. Okay. Exactly. Because they don't always have all those percentages, and they can't right. access them quickly enough to know. Like what you're saying. Sure, you might say if you're at this part of the field and it's on third down and this many yards, what's right. the percentage? Right. But, but this could tell you which play to factors, run and run it at this guy because of this. Like, that would be... Yeah. Yeah. Game changing. Yeah. That's one good thing about what we do is that I do feel like, and it'll happen, but I, I know they've already got Apple, I read the other day, is already putting out audiobooks that have been voiced by computers. So it sounds supposed to sound like a real narrator. And obviously, people who do voice work are nervous about this. It sucks. But hopefully, the thing that will take the longest is for that voice to not only sound real, but to be able to be conversational and maybe in some right. ways entertaining if I may be so bold that like somebody, occasionally... somebody uh, texted on the Twitch and said, I would be totally fine with uh, a robot managing the Royals. Right. Right? Like, I get there's some sort of, you know, personal thing to it. And I guess I wouldn't be fine with it because I do like the option of error. But if they're not going to outlaw it and they just say, yeah, you can use a robot to manage a team... Well, the robot, it's like, this is it, right? Well, and that's just it. They'd almost Two have outs, to. man on second. This guy runs this fast, right? Right. The left fielder can throw the ball this hard. Steal. Okay. Right. Like, there's no, like, They're well. already using computers and things right. to help come up with some of these decisions. In the in the NFL, they've got those tablets on the sideline. Sure, that they're, they're using. all there. They're looking at it all the time. But if you just didn't even have to look at it, it just told you. Right. I like that idea. And then what? And then are both teams just unbeatable? Every every game is a draw because the teams well, are. I mean, if nothing else, win. right? Someone have to pure win. Athleticism. The, the pure athleticism or being able to change when you have the ball. Those yeah. types of players. The Patrick Mahomes would break it. Would break the computer mold, right? Yeah. But you would at least know as a fan, every call was the right call. Right. Now it's just who's better. Right. Who makes the play? Who's better than the computer? Call. So let's say right now you've got uh, breaking and entering that you are facing charges for, right? Mm-hmm. And you can only you can't afford a lawyer, so you, Why? you got a public you, defender. Did someone see me this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so you got a public defender, or you could take the Both. AI robot. Which Both. one would you choose? You get one or the other. Who would you choose? Why right can't now? I, right now? I mean, being honest, right now I'd do both. You'd say, give me I'd both. say, I'd say, uh, all right, I'm going to punch all this into the thing, and if you start talking nonsense, sir, I'm going to, right? Right, it'll be talking like, I'm gonna my ear. I'm going to show you this, yeah, it'll be right? Saying, this is what he should be doing. Right. I don't know why your lawyer's saying Well, what about this? sickness? What but, about what? if you're sick and you punch it into the AI and it's like, hey... Uh, you know, 97% of the time, this is what's wrong with you, and you should be taking these medications. That's what Watson and, has tried to do right? for a long time. I mean, that's pretty crazy. People. It's pretty awesome. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. You think you had good parents? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, they love me. Do I think they made mistakes and they were fallible? Of course. 
Well, the love thing, that's uh, – you think when you're a kid that every kid has, has fans that, that love them. Like, right. That's the baseline, that they tell them that they love them and that right. no matter what, they'll love well, them. My love's dad wasn't a big I love you guy, but I know he did. But you, somehow you knew. And, I knew. And it didn't feel conditional most of the time, I would mm. guess. No? It sort of okay. did a little bit? Okay, I don't know. I'm asking. No. I mean, he just never said I love you growing up. That wasn't yeah. a thing. It was, you know, we had to be tough. But could you tell when you got in trouble – I know he's angry. I knew that he had my back. Right. That, I knew he was loyal. Yeah. I knew that. I knew if I got in a lot of trouble that he would have my back, period. That was it. Right. You know, he was your best friend. He was your guy. And, did, That's and your what you mom went said to. it, right? She told you she loved you. All the time. All the time. Okay. All the time. So these are the signs that your parents are no good or that you're a no good parent. You okay. Know, well, they are? Jesus the, the, Christ. The top ones. Uh, yeah, I don't maybe. know if this stuff happened to you. Oof. I looked through it. I think you should be good. I don't know about you and your parents, uh-huh. but as a father yourself, I think you should be okay. Um, if your parents used you for therapy when you were a kid, like if they came to you to talk to you about their problems, things that are going on in their life that they're upset about. Man, no, about, never. That never happened Mm-mm. to me. My parents never did that. I see Mm-mm. that in movies, and I always think, that seems unbelievable, but I suppose it, it probably does I happen do to a lot of I will say that I do try to tell them if I'm upset about something, though. I, okay, to be like honest. Like, I try to really share about, like, man, work's just a drag. This is what's going on. I'm not really using them for therapy, but I feel like it opens the line of communication. And it also lets them know that, you know, hey, at least in my mind, it lets them know, like, life is life can be tough no matter what you think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your dad's got it pretty good, but, you know, hey, we all got issues, right? right. So yeah. I try to – I wouldn't be like, and then, and what do you think about this? Right. I wouldn't That's like, I got this. Part, I got to right? figure it out. But – I will say, like, man, work sucks. I mean, Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, I think that's – there is a difference, right? There's got to right. be a difference. That's being honest. Maybe. We'll see. that veil a little bit as opposed to when I think of a parent using their kid for therapy, it's more like what you're saying where they sit down and they're like, I don't know what to do, so Sharon is so mad at me right now. And, right. And you know, what would you do? And I don't know how old the kid has to be before that stuff would start. It's not something my parents ever did. Right. They didn't talk to me about that stuff. Uh, if parents never tell their kids no, if they don't believe in telling their kids no, they say that's a sign that parents might not I don't be really so tell them no a lot. Well. I'm being honest. Really? There's got to be stuff like about that you tell what? them no to. I don't know. I mean, just if they ask for something. But that's the thing. They don't really ask. You say that they don't ask for big, expensive, elaborate things. The things that, no. that they get that are elaborate and expensive, you got for them almost always without them asking. Right. So maybe it's because they don't ask for that stuff. I'm trying to think. I mean, they, also they don't ask to like up to this point. They haven't asked to do stuff that I would say no to, like you know, hey, I'm going out with my buddies and we're going to, or we're going to take a road trip to Colorado this weekend. Right. Three of my buddies. I'd be like, no, you're not. Right. That, but they haven't asked for that. Or, right. Or like if they're getting, and bad I grades. would be harder than some parents. When it comes to that, like I know a lot of my friends went to Daytona Beach for spring break. My dad was like, absolutely not, bro. Not you're no, not that doing seems it. Crazy to me. I didn't but even think a lot about it. of kids did it in the twelfth. But my kid's going to ask probably for spring break. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, you're not doing it. So you will say no to that. Not one. a chance. When they come, when those companies come and say we sell, yeah, I no, my brother works for they sell the spring break. My one, my, the one problem that I will have is that he'll be 18 for part of his senior year. Yeah. So he could be like, well, too bad. You can Dad. say no in one hand and ask in the other. <laughs> right. I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah. My parents have no. no to things for sure. That was. But I don't know that I say no to a. But a lot of it was because I was getting bad grades. You can't do this because your grades are bad. Well, I've so also said them. that. Like, if you guys get good grades and you're good, right. then, you know, and you're playing sports. or if, even, I know people say that, but even if it's not sports, if you're playing piano or, you know, going to acting class, as long as you're involved in some sort of extracurricular activities, 
and you have good grades, and I'll pretty much stay out of your way. I, you don't need to get a job. I, I tell them, they're like, well, I should get a job. I'm like, for what for? Right. Well, I got get, a job. They usually have good grades, which I never had good yeah, grades. They so have, that stuff's all I mean, both of them have all A's and B's. Yeah, which I never had. That was yeah, never a neither. thing. I mean, maybe somewhere long ago in elementary school, but certainly never in junior high or high school. I was a C, yeah. C D student, like solid. I was solid. an F student. I so just, I'm like, if you got all A's and B's with an occasional C here and there, yeah. we're good. Um, now, a sign that your parents might not have been so good is if you're an adult and you don't talk to your parents anymore. Okay, well, I talk to my Or parents. if your adult children don't talk to you. I mean, I definitely talk to my parents. Uh, I know yeah. people that don't talk to their parents, or at least... I mean, I, I've got friends and stuff who have tried to move away and and i've had conversations about like I, i've got to get away from my family which i, I well, don't think that necessarily means that they're no, bad parents I sometimes you just need that. space you need like, to go hey, do your own thing. you know you guys are a product of a divorced family and with that comes its own set of issues like don't kid yourself i'm, I'm not telling you to leave but i am telling you there's a way to get away from all of that yeah that's and having have a 3.5 grade point average of going to Arizona. Right. Like, no one's going to be mad, and you can get away from whatever it is you want to get away from. Now, if you're happy, you want to stay close to home, that's fine, too, but, you know, have that option. And you can also still call when you're in Arizona. That's the difference, too. Yeah. If they move and they don't talk to you anymore, then, yeah, I suppose right. there's a sign there. That but I always think, like, that you. is an option to get away. Right. Of course. You know? Um, if your parents never apologized to you. Now, that's one I had to think about. I'm... I've, I'm guessing that my parents apologized to me, but my parents never like, did. They were always right. when would they have? Uh, when would my they dad did later to? on. He did when he was an old man. I don't remember. Me it and my happening. dad had to sit down. and He was like, you know, hey, I'm sorry for all that stuff. I did it wrong. I made a mistake. You didn't come with an. Inst- I remember him saying you didn't come with an instruction booklet, and I wish you would have because, man, I shouldn't have done that stuff to you, and I apologize. That was mm-hmm. all I really needed. Like, okay, we're good. I, you know what? I don't think that stuff happened when I was a kid. If it did, I... Well, I, I was a grown man when he did right, that. Right, I know. I'm saying, like, I don't think I got apologies either when I was a kid. When I, I was a kid, if, my parents if I was did like, you were totally wrong, he'd be like, yeah. Right. You're and wrong. Also, I'm the dad. Well, you probably would like always say, I'm a, this is a dictatorship. Yeah. Not a democracy. Shut up. I'd be like, well, you're wrong about this. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, also, if they're mad about Doesn't it... Doesn't matter. I'm in charge. What is, shut up. By the time they might be ready to apologize, I'm not going to bring it up again because I don't want them in a bad mood again. Like, this seems to have been yeah. dealt with. Already. I don't think I'm he was ever really thinking about, you know what I should do? Like, I apologize to my kids all the time. Like, yo, I read that thing wrong. I am sorry. I shouldn't have gotten angry about that. Yeah. You guys are right. I do it all the time. Yeah. Where, my, no. If I my dad, even I if I was that. wrong, even if he was wrong and he knew it, he wasn't going to say he was sorry. My parents might have apologized for one another. You know, like, I'm sorry your father is was being such a jerk or whatever. And I don't know if that actually happened or not, no. but that seems slightly more likely. Like, I can remember him not even apologizing for, I had a friend, and his name was uh, Jim Azaparty. Okay, that's a And I guess, name. you know, we can bleep that last name if you want. But uh, he was running down the street, and I was like, yo, get back here, Azo. That's what we called him. My dad came out of the house. You will not call your friend asshole. Like, just li- ripped into me, maybe going, and I was. Then he found out that I was just calling him his name. Right. I still got grounded. There right. was no, there was, uh, no there was no like, hey, I'm sorry about that. I was like, man, well, you know what? Mistakes Damn. I haven't learned to live with it. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah, that does suck. But it also sounds about right. I feel like my friend's parents are mostly the same way. Well, like, he wasn't going to come upstairs and be like, of- hey, 
I didn't realize what was going on. Let right. me, that was not coming out of his mouth. Well, I guess parents, maybe better parents do that, or parents do that today. They're more I do it to, I just because know. it's one of those things I learned. You um, know, you take the good and try to make it better. If your kids are really scared of you, or if you were really scared of your parents at all times, they say yeah. that's a sign that your parents might not, yeah. might not be doing such a good job. The, the kids should not be scared of their parents 24-7. Oh, yeah. Were you scared of your parents? I mean, I was... <laughs> Somewhat scared in the sense you know, that I, I didn't want to You know, I do blame that on situations, too. You know, like my mom would say, you know, wait till your father gets home. Right. He was put in that position, whether he wanted to be or not. Now, granted, he excelled at it. Yeah, but he, he embraced it. He was great at it, but he was put in that position by her as the disciplinarian. Like, you, know, you go to your room and wait till your father gets home. He's going to whoop your head, right? So when he got home, I'm guessing when he got home, he wasn't like, can't wait to whoop those kids' asses. But when he got home, my mom was like, let me tell you. And then he's like, I'm going to go whoop the kids' ass. It's also just one of those things that Hollywood seems to... Embrace this yeah, idea, sure. like, wait till your dad gets the dad's home. The dad's got to be the So My mom would say that, too, but then a lot of times, dad never mentioned it. She didn't right. mention it again, but it was almost, like, instinctual for her to say, well, see what your father says when he gets home. Right. And like, I'm guessing he might not say anything because probably doesn't want right. to deal with this. But also, I think that's part of how my parents punished me was with a little bit of fear of the unknown, right? That right. you're in trouble. We're going to talk. This is going to be dealt with later. For now, go to your room. And then right. it was never dealt with. So right. I would think that for days, months, years, sometimes no, we still, still haven't with dealt with that one thing, and you know, probably I'm just it's just hanging out there, and I don't know when it's going to be brought up. Right. And I think that was kind of a way to you know scare me from sure. doing certain things. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I don't think I need to tell you this that this isn't a great thing to say to your kids, or if your parents ever said it to you, but things like "You're such a disappointment," oh god, or things like uh, "I wish I had a daughter instead of a son," yeah, or. No. You know, anything like now, that. My parents never said that. And oh, I've never said neither. that. Christ. No, my parents never that. said anything mm-hmm. like that. Just the opposite. They always told me. I would hear stories from my older right. brothers about, you were an accident. You know, we, right. they were freaking out. They didn't want to have you. And my parents were very, very uh, good about making sure to constantly fight right. that narrative. Oh, you, you know, you're the best thing that's ever happened to us. We're so lucky right. to have had you. My mom... I believed her a little more than my dad, <laughs> at least early right. on. She said it a little more often. I think my dad still might have been freaked out a little bit, like, I can't believe I'm in my 60s. And right, sure. Five years old. You know, but, uh, and all joking aside, they definitely told me that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the telling your kids that you love them and not making love be conditional, that just seems like a thing that if you have kids, could you just at least try that? Could you start there? Man, I tell Bonapop yeah. probably 10 times a day. Me too. I love them. All the time. Both my boys, all the time. Your kids should totally take it for granted. They should think And even if I'm just sitting in the other room and I go, hey, Yero, he'll be like, or hey, Chacho, both of them will answer, I love you too. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to say it anymore because they know it. Like, they know what you're going to say. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Well, we're doom scrolling, my man. Okay, let's do it. Over the weekend, protesters in Brazil stormed the capital. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm sure you're aware there's been an election. Uh, the far-right former uh, president, Bolsonaro, was ousted narrowly. It was a mm-hmm. close election. He's in he, Florida now. He just like Oh, is he? He's yeah. staying at my country. place. There's rumors, that his, at my place. there's rumors that his kid is in Mar-a-Lago, but he's in Florida for sure. There's a picture of him like eating at Applebee's. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's an Applebee's, Applebee's right by my place. Mm-hmm. So he had been claiming uh, you know, fraud 
as soon as the results came out that showed that uh, he was losing the selection, there have been some big protests. I've seen some videos that people have posted on Reddit of people standing along the streets, his supporters, you know, chanting things, you know, roughly translated to stop the steal. And over the weekend, I see these images of people carrying flags, looking a lot like the people on January 6th doing the same things just this right. time in Brazil, and I saw um, one of the ambassadors uh, said that uh, they will not succeed in destroying Brazilian democracy. We need to say that fully with firmness and conviction. We will not accept criminal methods to carry out political fights in Brazil. The incredible scenes unfolding in Brazil's capital Sunday. Thousands of protesters confronting police, wielding makeshift weapons. Smashing windows, storming Brazil's Congress, Presidential Palace, and Supreme Court. All of it eerily similar to one of the ugliest chapters in American history, the January 6th attacks. The protesters claiming the October election that saw left-leaning former president Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, or just Lula, barely defeat right-wing incumbent Jair Bolsonaro, was rigged. It's yeah. a claim Bolsonaro had been making for months without evidence. Yeah, sounds uh, familiar. You know, there was a time and a place, I guess, where the United States would have said something and right. said, you know, this is uh, unacceptable. Tried to show the way and, and, you know, try and be more like us. Try and follow sure. our democracy and the way that we do things. But I don't think that we're in a position, at least right, not right now. But boy, because it looked, I mean, it, it, it looked like part two. You know, right. Same actors. You told me that it was the, a bunch of the same people. I would have believed you. Just the colors on their hats and flags changed slightly, but they're chanting basically the same, the exact same things, and then just breaking windows and trying to get into the Capitol. So maybe this is the new thing. I don't know. You think it's going to happen again here? I feel like they they'll know now in the future that if there's a big protest scheduled in D.C., they're going to be a lot more careful about how close they let people get, whether or not they bring in the National Guard right. or those things. But it doesn't mean they can't go somewhere else. And figure something else out. I, I don't know. People are still angry, but are they getting know, tired but of being I, angry? Yeah. I hope If it's going to do, it's going to be something different. I don't know if they're tired of being angry. I think, you know, they let a lot of this define them as a person. Absolutely. But, you know, I think some of these people going to jail probably makes you rethink just how aggressive you're going to be. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it, but again, a lot of those white women from the suburbs who work own a floral shop, they don't want to go, even though I think those sentences were low. Yes. They still ain't interested in doing 90 days. A lot of them talk a lot of toughness. And and then for the guys who thought, I mean, I don't think the women thought they were going to get 90 days. It was privilege, privilege, privilege. For the guys who thought, well, maybe we will get in trouble, but I don't care. I don't think they had really ever done 90 days. <laughs> right. They ain't interested in doing that anymore. Right? Yeah, that's true. I guess now at least the president, it's been set. I would we think know the next people rusty. who show up for something like that are going to be a little bit more rugged. Yeah. Because when I watched that the first time, remember that? I'm like, that guy sitting at Pelosi's desk with his feet up has never done 120 days, no. and he does not want to do them. <laughs> yeah, and he, he does not. And that woman, know. like, I'll do whatever I want and go wherever I want. Oh, yeah. No, you won't. This when you get put building. in a line and they tell you, you've, you know, you're in shackles, yeah. you ain't going where you want when you want. Yeah, they didn't know. So no. many of those people didn't know. You they're could tell. Soft. They weren't hiding their faces. They weren't doing anything. You could just tell. This person doesn't and they realize they're going to go to jail. You could tell they yeah, were soft. A lot of them were they were empowered soft. by the internet. Uh, the mood in Idaho has started to change now that Brian Koberger has been arrested and detained. Right. And the spring semester is getting started on campus, and students say they feel a little bit safer now. Obviously, it's still what people are talking about, but they're not all as on edge as they were before. At the University of Idaho, students say the mood on campus has changed. 
following the arrest of Brian Kohlberger over the holiday break. I feel better, sort of, knowing that they, they have the suspect in custody, that there's a chance that this might all be behind us soon enough. With spring semester about to kick off, a new sense of hope, even as much about the murder case remains unknown, including a motive. I think a lot of people are wondering how he planned it out, how it all came together, and why. So the new thing now is that internet sleuths. You would think, well, why do we need internet sleuths? We already caught the guy. He's right. been detained. Well, the new thing now is internet sleuths, um, which I saw a former FBI agent was on Fox News saying, like, internet sleuths are a serious problem. He basically was saying they're annoying and they get in the way mm -hmm. of investigations. But I think mm -hmm. we kind of knew that. But what they're saying is there was a vigil for the murdered students back in November. And at that vigil, it's a very large crowd. Mm -hmm. And now internet sleuths have said, hey, is that Brian over there? And they are pointing to this, you know, white guy. It's kind of his profile. It's hard to see because it's been zoomed in. I mean, I can show right. you. There he is. Okay, so they think that's him. Well, I wouldn't yeah. surprise me that no. he went back for it. Of course. I, I mean, we know that uh, police go to these. Um, right. Sometimes all they the time set them up yeah, like just specifically just so then yeah. they can take a picture of the crowd. Yeah, yeah they see who's there. Yeah. See who's acting. Uh, funny if anyone's. I mean, I guess that's background. what they do in the movies. I don't know. Maybe if there's an actual cop here, it'd be like, yeah, that's no, they do never happened. Well, I just read about that. They, they do like, it. They like help set them up and organize. Yeah, they do. Just they do. So they can do that. And yeah. they'll they'll record everything. They have yeah. video cameras running. And they look for people. I actually just watched something not that long ago where they caught it had been a long time, like years since this woman had been murdered, and they'd never gotten a suspect. So they organized this vigil and they put these cameras up, and then they yeah. noticed her husband in the background and the way that he was acting when he got there, and just the, the entire time that he was there, and they were like wait a second, we thought this guy wasn't a suspect. Like, we cleared him. We need to start over. But just from this, they claimed. They were okay. like, we need to look back into this. And they did, and then they convicted him. So police will do that. And whether or not they organize it every time, maybe, maybe not. But they definitely show up to a lot of them. Okay. And if it's even a funeral, they'll sit out in the street with their big telephoto lenses and try and see who shows up, who's the pallbearer, all that stuff. But I don't think, you know, they're not looking for any other suspects. So now they're really just looking, because the... Internet and this country has been so obsessed with the story. They're looking for something. You know, I to think do. it would be we. Right, whatever. Well, I just feel like that guy didn't know them, right? Right. To me, and he was from. No I mean, if supposedly right. If I if I killed Snowcone, uh -huh. right, then I would show up to the funeral. But if I killed someone I don't know, showing up to the funeral would be a like. I think I would know that as even as the dumbest killer in the world. Like, hey, showing up here where no one knows who you are. There's a little bit of a red flag. I think people are going to look into you. Why well, is that person here? but a lot of here? people didn't know they were because it was such a huge story. So the, the whole college campus is there, and they don't know them. You know what I mean? They're not yeah, even but you're there. Like, you don't go to college. I mean, right. I feel like they can start Facial sifting through that. Like, who are you? I think a lot of people in the community went that didn't go to college or didn't know them because it's such a big story, and people... You but know, he wasn't sure. from the community. But, he wasn't right. going to college. Well, he's 10 minutes away. Right, but he doesn't have any connection to right. that school. No. That we know of. So, right, that we said. know of. Right, so... I think that's... I'm not going. He should at least know as yeah, much I'm as I do. Don't you think if he, want, he would want to go to kind of revel in the, like, I caused all Maybe, this? Yeah, but that's why you got to stop it. Like, you got to stop risky. yourself and be like, I'm not going there. Right. Because of all the people here, if the cops are outside and they start running names, there's one who kind of stands out as someone who doesn't know right. anybody, right? What's his connection? When they run that facial recognition and they right. put everyone through And even the if system, they get 20 people or 30 people with no yeah. recognition, I'm still on that list of 30. Now you're on that I list. I just don't think he could stop himself, honestly. Well, I, that's they, a smart thing. You're right. That's what you should yeah, do. Just, I just don't, don't think go. He stop himself. Never go back to the scene of a crime. I'm not going. He well, went back the next morning before anyone knew about it. The, the picture that they're pointing to, it's 
Look, could, could it be him? Yeah, I get what they're saying. It does kind of look like him, but also it's not obvious. No. Like, it's not for sure. Hey, that's definitely he showed up. And if up. he was, the cops already know about it. Yeah, I'm it sure they, something we figured I'm sure out. They, already they know figured about it. Yeah. Um, sports. Yeah. What about it? The Buffalo Bills. They really yeah. seem to be the the team the Chiefs are going to have to beat in the AFC, right? I mean, I'm guessing that's right. the one that. Well, I guess you know the Bengals uh, seem to have the Chiefs number as well. But anyhow, uh, the Bills. We were worried, Lazo. You were worried that. The Bills would be tough to beat because they got something to play for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the country's going to be kind of rooting for them. Yes. And at the very least, it's hard to root against them. Yes. And then you watch the game, and the very, I mean, the, 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 the kickoff return for a touchdown, you're just like, yes. this, this feels an awful lot like those storylines that Laszlo right. talks about. Had to be here for Hamlin. Amid a sea of number threes at midfield, a tribute honoring the first responders who saved Hamlin's life. And then the opening kickoff return. This is Okay, so just stop real quick. Yeah, As yeah. I'm watching that, they say a storied kickoff return for Damar Hamlin. Right. You thought it was and I thought he was. I was like, what the? That's what I just thought. I was like, did, wait, was he, was did he burning it? No, he wasn't. It was just yeah. like for him. him. But I was yeah. like, when I'm just watching, I'm like, wait. Is that guy, because that is a storybook thing. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I mean, running off the kickoff is, is cool. Yeah. But it's not like crazy cool. Right. It's just cool. It's not like a storybook thing. It's like, yeah. oh, look at that. They did it. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if, if it were his him, I was like, I really did. Like, what? Yeah. So I was in my kitchen, right? Like, kind of watching it. Like, okay. And then they were like, a kickoff return for Damar Hamlin. I was like, rewind? Like, did they say it? And they did say it. And I waited. I'm like, okay, it wasn't him. Like, it really threw me off. It sounded like that's what they were saying. Sure. Right. I think a lot of people went, huh? I just heard it for Wait, the first time. Wait, hold on. Is, or am I watching an old game? What's happening here? Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. Uh, we'll come back and finish Doom Scrolling in just a minute. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doomscroll, bitch. All right. Well, Houston police. <laughs> that was rude. I apologize. Oh, I like it. Houston police are looking for a man who shot and killed an armed robber. Uh... The video is pretty crazy. The patrons are all sitting in this restaurant, you know, eating the cameras up. Um, in the back of the restaurant, you can see the whole, uh, you know, seating area. You can see the people in there. This guy comes storming in. He's waving a gun around. He starts asking people to throw their money on the floor. Um, so, I mean, look, you can see that that wall over there. I don't know if people can see okay. this on Twitch or not, but uh, it's not a big... Not but if you want to join area. us on Twitch right now, you can look at us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. That's it. So this guy comes in. He's got a gun. He's telling people to throw money on the floor, which they do. I'll go ahead and show Laszlo the video here and see. Can Twitch see this, Snowcone? Yeah, somewhat. Can Laszlo see it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so keep an eye on the bald guy down here and Gray. He just pulled out a, uh, money, and now he's going for his gun while this robber has no idea. He doesn't suspect it. As the robber comes back around, bald guy, boom, pulls his gun. Wow. And, well, this video must be censored. In the video I watched, he shot him several times. Someone said the, he double-tapped him. The, un, the robber falls to the ground. He dies. And then the shooter gets up, picks up the gun that the robber had, realizes it's a fake gun, and angrily throws it against the wall. Okay. Um, and then he proceeds to pick up the money and return it to all the patrons. Now, the police... From the most recent update I can find, they're still looking for this guy, even though you can see his face pretty well in some of these shots. 
The police are still looking for him, and they're on the news saying, look, uh, this is a justified shooting. He's not in any trouble. But that's one of those things you're like, Oof, I don't know. If they're looking for me and they want to talk to me, but they're saying it's justified, is that kind of like come get your free meth? I'm sure it probably is justified. It's Texas. This guy came in with the gun. But I don't know if I immediately go talk to police just because they're saying everything's going to be okay. They threw cash to the floor as the robber went one by one. But as he came back by the man sitting at table number four, nine gunshots rang through the small restaurant. The robber stopped at the door and dead on the rug. Is there anything about that conduct that might have been out of line? The person he shot was in the process of committing robbery, and consequently his use of force in defense of himself or innocent third parties is completely justified in Texas. Lazo, you are not a gun person. I'm not. You're not a big fan of everybody being armed to the teeth in this country. Mm -mm. If you're at a restaurant like that, you're sitting in a small dining room, and there's an armed robber who comes in, he's waving his gun around, and there's someone in there like this guy who's armed. Yeah. You as a father, as a human being, just as a citizen, are you wanting that guy to shoot the armed robber, the gunman, or are you wanting him to just do what the gunman says? Uh, no, I mean, if he has a, I mean, look like, I mean, the guy's backwards to him. Right. There's really no, I mean, I don't want him to necessarily get into an old fashioned country Ex- shootout. Shootout where there's just bullets, bullets flying. Ricochet. That's my But I mean, the guy's got his back turned to him. He's got a square shot taken. Yes. And because I mean, there's that's so why many there. shootings now, right? There's so many shootings now. I, I think there was a time where if someone came with a gun, police used to say, just do what they tell you, which maybe right. that's still what they say, but man. People are so quick to just shoot innocent victims now that I think I've changed my opinion a little bit on whether or not the person who's carrying the handgun should get involved. And in this case, like, go ahead. Like you said, he's right in front of you with his back to you. You got your handgun, which, like you said as well, that's why you're carrying it, right? Right. So what I don't want is exactly what you mentioned, a shootout, you know, shooting across a room, trying to kill someone. I know there was that shooter. There's been so many. But remember the the guy who came in with all the ARs and went, wasn't he at a mall and he was getting ready to just start unloading? And he did kill a couple people, but there was an armed, you know, concealed carry guy there. I would think they said might have been former military. Or the one in the uh, And he shot him. The guy got the headshot across the room. Remember that? I don't even remember that. Oh, you'll recognize it when you see it. And someone with a handgun took him down? Because that's what happened with the mall shooter. In the back, like, for that reason. And a shooter came in and he's pulled out a gun, like, across the entire room and got a headshot. Interesting. Took him down, like, instantly. There's been so many. It's hard to remember. When I say this guy was a mall shooter and had a bunch of ARs and extra ammo, you're like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You're not immediately remembering it, I don't think. You're right. like, oh, yeah, of course I know what that is. That's crazy. And it happened within the last couple of years. Um, Lazo, have you ever delivered pizza? You worked at a Little, Seaver, well, Little Caesars. Were you ever a delivery no. person? Well, this girl on TikTok has gone viral because she delivers pizza for Domino's, she says. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just goes on her channel and does a run-through of her night. Okay, so I'm a delivery person. How much money do I make in a shift? So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was forty six seventeen, and he gave me fifty and told me to keep the change. So I just took my eleventh and final delivery of the night. They spent fifty six dollars, and I did not get a tip at all. I got. $13 in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on, and I have 42 
going on to my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. Okay, so she's got about a million views for this. Okay, so how much did she make? And it says here, what did she make total? $55.29 for a full oh. shift. And how long did she And work? she's saying that it's not that bad. That's what I like to know is how many hours is a full shift? Right. Because I've never delivered pizza. Are you working for eight hours, six hours? You know, And obviously people are, I guess upset that she doesn't make more money people are you know the whole argument about the service industry and right. what people get paid and how they get paid and all this all these jobs that require tips you know to sustain you 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 work for tips that's where the money's supposed to come from we've been arguing about it for years but at this point because it's so in we have tips on those receipts at just about every place you go now so how do you get rid of that if you don't like it and you're saying these companies should just pay a higher wage I don't even know where to begin. Sure, that guy in New York, he changed his restaurant. He said, no more tips. You right, can't there's tip our servers. In Austin, where it's like, hey, we pay our people well. There's okay. no tips. We're not so accepting you, you them. So it's got a little table tent when you sit down and have a beer. Yeah. So maybe it you know, starts to turn that direction. I don't know. Of course, people are also pointing out that she drives her own car. And uh, you know, there's money involved in that because you're putting miles on your car. And or you're going to write whatever. it off. Uh, that's what I was thinking. You must be able to write it off. Of course you can. At least your your fuel expenses and stuff, if they're not paying for your gas, I would think that you can write So much a mile off. if you use your car for work. But I knew someone who was a pizza delivery guy. It was my brother's ex's father, okay? Uh-huh. My this guy delivered. Ex's father. Yeah, so he delivered pizzas, it would seem, like his entire adult life. Right. I remember asking my brother about it because every time I'd seen it at a get-together, he'd have his uniform on and i said what you know does he do that on the side he's like nope he's been a pizza delivery guy forever so i thought well maybe there is you know i don't know how you get good at it like if there is that, a version I mean, of being really, good it's at not it not like being a good waiter you just right like i was a good waiter and made money you can and then they make you you know like i was the <clears throat> head waiter right so at that point it was like the front of house manager even though i waited tables so i got a cut of everything that came through <clears throat> right. But and, I, you know, had to do, you know, set up everybody's side work. If somebody didn't come in, I had to do, you know what I mean? So you got, then you get a cut of all the bills coming in. Right. And then you um, also can try and get, you know, a lot of servers are like, this is the restaurant. But with a pizza delivery job, you're just handing off a pizza. So it's not like I like you anymore. Nope. And in my, on my settings, it says, leave it there. Right. So then right? that goes so like my ring says, doorbell just says, hey, somebody was here. I see the person set down the pizza. I wait a minute and then I go get it. So. You can't really like wow me with your charisma, right? Right. But <laughs> so you, you, you put the tip in when you order it, right? You just yeah. go ahead and put the tip in before, which is what she yeah, was and saying. And I also figure like tips. if somebody doesn't want it, then they just don't take that order. Oh, because the tip's not high enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I figure. That, one I of the websites I use. See. One of the websites hmm? I use lets you I don't wait. I think they see what the tip is like before they accept the no. order. Oh, really? I don't think so. But okay, well, that would make sense, I well, guess. When I did Uber Eats, so they didn't show me that. Because one of the websites, I don't remember if it's Pizza or Domino's, but uh, one of them it'll say like you know wait for a tip, and then you can put the tip in right. after it's delivered. But my thing is like, am I going to remember to do that? Just tip them now, right? And if it takes three hours, then you know I pay. I gave it them a good tip for is. no reason. She says that she averages it's like five dollars and three cents a delivery in tips. I don't know how many pizzas you can deliver in a night. I mean, on her shift, it was enough to make less than sixty dollars. But right. if you're if you're a server at a restaurant, I think you can make a living. And depending on which restaurant, you know, a lot of people are trying to work up to the more expensive restaurants. And you hear about people who work at like Capitol Grill or someplace that's yeah. expensive. You're getting 20% of these big bills because they're all big bills. Uh, you can make good money. Now, you still got to work your ass off. Yeah. You work a lot of hours. You work weekends. But 
we all know people, probably are all related to people who've been in the service industry their whole lives, and it's a, a career. When I lived you know, in Florida, I had a buddy of mine who, before he moved to Florida, <clears throat> he was a waiter at a steakhouse in D.C. I'll bet that pays He said he made well. six figures. Easy. Right. Wow. And nobody left. Like a lot of the waiters and waitresses were in their 50s. That's what I've heard. Because they've been there for so long, yeah. and it's just senators and lobbyists and coming in and, you know... <clears throat> Tipping you, yeah. I've heard people. And the say bills are outrageous, and you know, and they got a tip. Well, they're public figures. Like, don't want right. that going around, especially yeah. now with Twitter and, right. and, and the bill media. is so yeah. big that yeah. <clears throat> and it, some of it's probably coming. He from really took all that money. He said he was money. there for like ten years. I knew him for a while, and opened up a uh, pest control service with the money that he banked. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're just doing it to start something else. He moved but if to, you want to do Jacksonville, Florida, where it was a lot less to live. Took that money, started and start threw it into his own business. I mean, I hear, I've heard that servers at, at places like Capital Grill make six figures. Yeah. If they're working, you know, a n- normal amount, whatever that right. is. They, at these higher-end restaurants, it's not uncommon right. at all to make six when figures. When I work at that steakhouse, it wasn't I – mean, I mean, on a slow night, I make 100 bucks easy. Right. On a busy night, I can make – Friday and Saturday, I come home with 1000 Yeah, and adjusted easy. for inflation. Right. That, that was Then if it's good a couple money. hundred bucks every other night, you know, you're bringing home – Fifteen hundred bucks a week. Yeah, my ex I mean, worked at six figures, but you know, you start to add that up. No, it does add up. And my ex worked at that Italian mm-hmm. restaurant. She made decent money on weeknights, but on weekends, Fridays and Saturdays, she yeah. would make five to seven hundred dollars each night. Yeah, so that's pretty damn good money. Lazo, I got bad news. You What's may have wrong? already seen this. Did you watch Eight Is Enough? Loved you, it. I thought maybe you watched. I mean, Eight I was Enough. little, you know, so it's a it's a little bit before my time. But it was on, and I remembered it, and I liked that little kid, the little little kid. Adam Rich. Yeah, and some of the girls, like, I was young enough to be like, she's hot. I don't know what that means, but she's real hot. Well, I assume when you talk about the little kid, you're talking about Adam, Adam Rich, Rich, because yeah. he was the youngest of the Bradford family. Well, Nicholas. He died. Oh, no. He How was old was he? 54 years old. Okay, good. I thought he'd be like 74. I was like, Jesus. Right. Uh, I, I was surprised when you said good, though, because uh, you want them to be older. You don't want anyone dying in their 50s. That's not good. Well, I just thought if it would have been scary if you would have said Adam that's Rich much, died at 79. Right. I would really have to check like, my how age. How old am I? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't see uh, the article that I have at least. As long as he's say, older than me, but not 20 years older than me, we're good. Okay. Yeah, they, they didn't give a cause of death in this particular um, article. Excuse me, but aren't you Merle the Pearl? Uh, well, oh, Merle some the folks Pearl. like to call me that. Well, I call you that, and I think you're the best pitcher in baseball. Well, thanks, Sarah. Nicholas. Nicholas Bradford. Can I have your autograph? Sure, Nicholas. You got it. You I knew think him. He then bangs his sister. He bangs his what? sister? Merle the Pearl. We'll talk about that. We got to take a break about? here. Merle the, Merle the Pearl then yeah. dates Nicholas, one of Nicholas's sisters. Oh, I thought sisters. he banged oh, his sister. Oh, oh, oh Merle the Pearl. Oh, oh, okay. He's on there a lot because he, you know. Because I always thought Alex B. Keaton should bang his sister. I was like, man, if your sister was that hot. I thought you were telling me that eight is enough. They actually did no, that. No, Which no, one's no. Merle the Pearl? He's the guy who's just talking to. Okay, him. Merle the Pearl's the one talking. Yeah, I think there was a baseball player who dated like the older sister, and they called him Merle the Pearl. That's him. And you had a crush on the older sister? A lot of them. I don't remember which one, but I just remember it was always, it always felt like it was different from where I lived. Like, there was a lot of California sunshine and tan legs. Yeah. And as a, you know, a five-year-old, you're like, Oh, man. Look at this. I don't know what all this means, but I love it. I love, I wanna, I love right. L.A. I want to go to L.A. The Church of Laszlo. Okay, someone on Twitch sent me a link, which we'll get to here in a second. What was it, Snowkin? Wasn't it about uh, 
Fast food breakfast? Yeah, top 50 fast food places. That was Maisie that sent that. Okay, oh. and whether or not you've eaten, uh, whether or not you've had breakfast there before? I, I haven't looked at it yet. But anyway, I, there was a couple stories I didn't have time to get to, but I do want to tell you a feel-good story. Please. So That's this, really what I need right now. This is in Maryland. <clears throat> uh, Cumberland, Maryland. I'm not yeah. familiar. I've heard of yeah. Cumberland, Maryland. but I live there for a uh, Is it beautiful this time of year? Well, I ran for mayor. I've been to Ocean City. I've been to Baltimore. Uh, that, as far as I know, that's the only places. But, a little bit different than Cumberland. but Yeah, I'm sure it is. Well, there's a guy on TikTok. His name's Bug underscore Boys. He's real popular. Oh, yeah, now, this, is, this is not who you would expect to be like a big TikTok star. Oh, yeah, I know who he is. Okay. He's got like, I don't know, 300,000 subscribers or something, over 5 million likes. Uh, so he is an exterminator. And I guess most of his videos are about pest control. I, uh-huh. I don't know. Didn't check it out. Sure. I don't have TikTok. But he goes to Walmart a couple weeks ago, normal trip to Walmart. He needed batteries and a couple other things. And while he was there, he sees this guy working there, uh, Butch Marion. He's 82 years old. Yeah, oh, Butch, I remember him. And Butch strikes <laughs> up a conversation with the TikToker. Sure. And they get to talking, and he learns a little bit of his story, and he decides, you know what? We should help this guy out. He's 82 years old. Let's help him retire. Now, this guy works 30 hours a week, okay? He's been working doesn't say working there, but he's been working since uh, he was 11 years old. He did 10 years in the Navy, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years, does that make you, uh, I guess maybe you get more retirement? I don't know what happens oh, when you work there that nothing. long. It's the same? Because if, you, if your career Navy you or retire. career Army, you stay there until normal retirement age, right? No. What well, when I was in, that's when they were trying to cut down. Like after the war, they were trying to cut down. So I know some guys who retired Full pension from the Navy after 15 years. Ooh. So they, there was guys getting out, and they're like, yeah, just get out, and we'll pay you a full pension. And like, there was guys I know personally who got out who joined when they were 18. They're like 33, full pension for the rest of their life. Damn. Oh, wow. Now, usually Man. I think now, I think it's probably back to like, you know, you got to do 20. Okay, well, th- so this guy did 10. So he wasn't a, what do they call it? They call it a lifer? They call it a career? Yeah. Lifer. Lifer. Okay, so he did that. He's been working jobs since he was 11. He's 82 now working at Walmart, and apparently very, very friendly guy. Mm-hmm. So Bugman says, let's raise some money for this elderly Walmart employee. So they started GoFundMe. The GoFundMe was able to raise over $100,000. For what? To help this guy retire what so he wouldn't have to work. Oh. They just thought he was old enough he needed to retire. Part of this guy's story... Sorry, go fund me for me to retire. No kidding. That's all I can think when I see these stories. Like, could you help me with my mortgage this month? Um, This guy initially uh, returned to work because he had retired for a moment. And it says he initially returned to work. I had to read this several times. To care for his ex-wife's husband before his passing. That's what it says. So he retired to help... Or, you know, left retirement to help care for his ex-wife's husband before his passing. What does that mean? Does that mean that she's like, you know, I've got, he's a burden. I can't handle it on my own. Uh, he's very I'm sick. He's at the, the house. So I need help. Out. Right. Or is he just sending money over there because he still well, loves, his, money, I guess, loves yeah. his ex-wife? I, uh, it must be a very nice guy, right? Yeah. Sounds like he's a very nice guy. The look would on you, your would face. Would you guys do that? I, I, I have helped my ex with bills. What would you help her if, I she, think, if her boyfriend needed help? Yeah, like if her boyfriend no, needed but I think maybe, you know, if the kid's. We're gone, and yeah. she was like, you know, I need help with renting groceries. I'd probably be like, well, call your dad. 
okay. But that makes because sense. my kids live the there, kids, then you're like, okay, I'll do sure. it. But if you're an old man, your kids are presumably grown. Right. Yeah. And so that probably wouldn't be the issue. You must just be doing it because she's having a tough time and you feel bad for her. Yeah. And you want to help out. It said he worked at um, the register, register number four, for eight hours a day. So it only took a couple weeks, apparently, to raise this money. The TikToker comes back and tells them the good news. Hey, you can retire. It's got your name on it for $108,682.85. Love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I don't say I really deserve it. I just like to talk to people and get along with people. Just never dreamed that this would happen. You know, and I'm, I'm just so excited for him. Very happy. Yeah. But feel like a new man. Well, there you go, man. That's pretty good. They, uh, I go guess they him. asked him if he'd ever seen any of these videos where people, TikTok videos where people go and, you know, help out random acts of kindness. And he said, no, he, he's never seen it. I mean, not all that surprising right. at 82 years old. But could you imagine? You're just, you're, you're working at Walmart. You're working the register. I used to work at Walmart. You strike up a conversation with someone, and a couple of weeks later, they come back and you're like, here's oh, a check for a hundred and, what'd they say, $8,000? Total game changer. What if the guy likes to work? There is always that. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad didn't want well, to I don't think people would be retire. mad if he went and worked. If he just stayed at Walmart, they wouldn't be mad if he kept working? I don't working. think so. If they said, hey, we gave you enough money to retire, and then he's like, I do like working. Well, I wouldn't be mad. At, at 82, $108,000, I would think, should be enough, right? It, it, I don't know how long you're going to yeah, live. I don't know. But what do you invest? How much do you need to live on every year? How much could you be making right now? I don't know enough about investments and how much right. money you can make doing that, but... It's certainly time to try. Yes. Right? So, like, okay, well, I make this much at Walmart. I'm just going to use this much. And if I happen to outlive this $100,000, i will just go back to Walmart. Right. And it, I don't know how the tax right? work if somebody I – mean, I, I would think so. If someone gives you a gift, are, can you get, like, tax-free gifts from people? I think so. I think, right? So maybe he'd just give all that money. If you got – at our oh. age, if someone gives you $108,000, it's hard to not say, like, I think I'll take some. Time off. You can't retire on it. No. There's no way. But boy, oh boy. I mean, what would you do? I guess you'd probably just pay off bills, right? It'd be gone in a year. You'd use it to pay yeah. off, you know, if depending on how much you owe on your mortgage, but certainly pay off your cars, pay off your credit card bills. But that's a lot of money. I, You know what? I was, I think, Snow going, you kind of agreed with me. For a little while, I felt sort of weird about some of these random act of kindness yeah, the, videos the because of the, yourself doing it. Yeah, and, of, the, and they're getting paid to do it, you know, like the motive. But you know what, man? At the end of the I day, still man, these people guys, are getting their houses paid for. We talk about this. You guys yeah. both are like, what? The money is the what money. The means are. Right. If they're getting the money and it's changing their life for the better, then yeah. I guess it's better than doing prank videos. You know, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, I don't even understand what the downside is. So the guy's like, yeah, I want more followers on TikTok, and yeah. therefore I get more money. But I gave this guy $100,000. You're like, well... He should do it because he wants to, not with TikTok. Well, if he didn't have TikTok, he wouldn't be able I to do it. The thing is, we so agree it. with you. It just feels weird. It, it's it a, just it, that's it. We I feel like using your celebrity right. for good seems the right thing to do. Right. We know you're right. It just feels icky. So, sometimes sometimes more so icky. than others. Sometimes the, the, Taking the old man to Disney World, you know, uh, that you did not need TikTok to do that. You could have just taken him to Disney World. But maybe you say, look, Disney World's expensive. These views will yeah, help right. get me paid That's more money. I, I don't right. know. I but it. there's certain instances like that where, but at the end of the day, if if these videos go viral, it's usually because the person on the receiving end is quite happy. Yeah. And so something good happened. So I say to the 82-year-old guy in Cumberland, Maryland, yeah, congratulations. The Church of Vaslo. 
Yo. Yo. All right. I think you'll debate this. Good. Uh, I saw these threads where people were saying, all right, we th- we're looking at the biggest uh, celebrity, the biggest actor of each decade. Now, I don't know a lot about old okay. movies, so you go back to like the silent era and stuff. Okay, whatever. Charlie Chaplin, I know, was sure. obviously huge. So then as it moves along, you got Clark uh, Gable and Joan Crawford. Okay. For the 40s, Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. For the 50s, John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe. Okay. 60s, Paul Newman, Aubrey Hepburn. Okay. 70s, Burt Reynolds and Diane Keaton. You know, the, the Burt Reynolds thing is crazy because I was born in the 80s, so I didn't realize what a huge celebrity Burt Reynolds was until I was much older. Like, honestly, only within the last 10 years, I think, have I learned about what a huge celebrity he was. I've heard older people talking about... When he came on a talk show, what a big deal it was. Burt Reynolds is well, going to yeah, come on his talk and he show. He was also like, I wasn't in a, he paid, posed for Playgirl. He did Playgirl, yeah. Like, he did a lot of stuff. He and was he had huge. had a huge, like, where he lived, owned a ton of land, had all this stuff. I mean, he was a huge, huge movie star. To me, as a kid, I thought he was, you know, smoking the band. And then I saw him in... Uh, your favorite movie, Snow Cone. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. And I thought, oh, that's nice. They brought Burt Reynolds, that kind mm-hmm. of B-actor back. They said in back. the 80s it was her? Who? Uh, Diane Keaton? So, yeah, they've got Burt Reynolds and Diane Keaton in the 70s. In the 70s. Well, she, then, she was like a Woody Allen star, right? Well, they were married, weren't they? Or no, who am I thinking of? No, You're I'm thinking, thinking of, of the, uh, what's her name? Carrie. Was, yeah. I mean, Sissy I know Spacer. she was in Annie Hall, but. Is this Spacer? No, that's not right either. Is it? I don't think that's oh, right. Oh, Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow is who I'm yeah, thinking of. Diane Keaton, though, I feel like is you know just a very famous actress, I'm looking at right? her movies in the 70s, though. I mean, it's not. So for the 80s, because now, I mean, 70s, I've watched quite a she few 70s movies. She can't be the biggest well. female star in the 70s. There's no way. Well, Google and see what other uh, people say. Because for the 80s, they've got Harrison Ford. Okay? Okay. And then they don't really have a woman up there. They, they said Molly Ringwald, potentially, because of those movies. And I'm okay. like, okay, well, I mean... Those movies were huge. Does that yeah. make her the biggest actress, you know, well-known household name of the 80s? It's totally possible. Mm. I just never would have guessed that that would be it. No. For the 90s, it seems more obvious. They've got Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. Yep. For the aughts, they've got Tom Cruise and Angelina Jolie. Okay. Okay, Tom Cruise had a good decade. They're the Mission Impossible movies and sure. War of the Worlds and all yeah. that. Then for the 10s, they've got Robert Downey Jr., yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence is who they have as the actress, which that could be. I don't know. She won a lot of awards. She was in a lot of big movies. Yeah. Kind of right? surprising. Yeah, but it's maybe it's because it's recent. We just don't think about it. We don't realize yeah. until you you look back with some perspective and say, yeah, that person. I guess was I can't think of someone who like is the more more famous, choice. right? For the yeah. tens, I, I don't know. But did you find other lists, Lazo? What some? Yeah. Well, for? I mean, I just have this says the top thirty female stars of the eighties. Mm-hmm. Number one is Jane Fonda. Mm. Okay, which makes more sense to me. Sigourney Weaver, that seems Kathleen like- Turner, Deborah Winger, Sally Field, Shirley MacLaine, those all sound Sissy Spacek, Jessica Lange, and then they get to Diane Keaton. And I think all eight of those are bigger. I've got one person has Carrie Fisher was as it the eighties or seventies. Diane Keaton was. Uh, oh, she might have been seventies. Yeah, Diane Keaton is okay, seventies. So this list has Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher as eighties. Mm. But I mean, I yeah, mean, Star Wars I think was huge. Jane Fonda out of there, though. Right. That's yeah. But would, was Jane Fonda more seventies or eighties? I don't even remember. I don't. I can't think of that many Jane Fonda movies. But you said Sigourney Weaver. She was huge, mm-hmm. right after Alien. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, Kathleen uh, Turner, right? That did mm-hmm. Romancing the Stone and all those like kind of uh, whatever they were rom coms. I guess she was a big star in the eighties. 
But it seems odd that she would have been the biggest. Sigourney Weaver, if you said that, I would go, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. But I wish someone could put, put together like some actual data and say, Goldie here's Hawn. how much money they made. Goldie Hawn sounds like a good answer to me. In the 70s, they say Goldie Hawn, Olivia Newton-John. I'm going to go with Olivia Newton-John. Everything she was in was... What else was she in? I only yeah, know, I know Greece. Yeah, I only Greece. know Greece. But I'm not, I'm not great with older movies, especially if you get back into the 70s. There's a lot of movies I know are pretty famous I that I never saw. I can't movie she's in besides Greece. But, so I mean, people could debate this. Meryl Streep of the 70s? Faye well, Dunaway? That, Meryl Streep would be good. I think you said Sally Meryl Field. Meryl could be any generation. I think Sally Field could have been in that mm-hmm. list, Jody too. Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster, Fisher. that's a good 80s They answer. have Olivia Newton-John at four here. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the, most of those actually seem like better answers to me than Molly Ringwald. Mm. Molly Ringwald was famous. Goldie Hawn's three. Goldie Hawn was huge. Linda Carter, too. Oh, Linda Carter. Number, oh, Linda number one, Carter. Farrah Fawcett. Mm. Farrah Fawcett, okay. But well, that was more TV, that I seems, think. Yeah, I, I don't know. So my question then, after seeing these, is who do you think the funniest people were Starting in the 80s. Oh, that's a good question. The funniest p- people of the 80s, 90s, aughts, and I guess you could do 10s as well. Who's the funniest? So mm. for the 80s, you've got Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, you know, the people that were getting paid a lot of money to do these big Eddie movies. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Those are those were the big comedy yeah. stars of, of that decade. Yeah. So 80s feels like it's fairly easy to... Well, you got Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin Williams, good. He might I mean, be more of a 90s. Are we just going to stop, not mention Richard Pryor, or is we just going to well, give him we were the talking, 70s? We were talking movies. He did do he did quite a few movies. movies yeah, but Gene Wilder yeah, I mean, right and everything. Yeah. He did a ton of stuff. I don't know. Like, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, and I uh, can't think of the other one. Oh, and Stir Crazy. Were those late Silver 70s Street. or were those 80s? Yeah, I'm not sure. Did some of those come out in the 70s? I'm going to go Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy seems like a good one. I like Eddie Murphy a lot. Um, Chevy Chase was huge Chase for the 80s. Great. I mean, yeah. the, every big comedy movie... It uh, seemed like Chevy they wanted Chase to get him Bill in. Murray. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then Bill Murray. Bill Murray, I think, though, you could start to make the argument for the 90s because he was kind of... Sure. But for me, 90s... I th- So who do we go with? Did you just do 80s on? It, so starting with the 80s, funniest uh, actor of that Ooh, decade. John Candy's a good one. Oh, John Candy. Yes, that's, that's an a, obvious I one. I love John Candy. So the funniest of the 80s. I think it's Eddie Murphy's be, a good answer. I mean, is 70s, is that Richard Pryor? Because, I mean... I don't know. We started in '80s. I, I think of Richard Pryor as right there at the turn of the decade because he was in that stuff in the late '70s and early '80s. I don't know if some of those movies came out in the Chad 70s. and Josh said '90s is easily Jim Carrey. That's what I was going to say. '90s Jim Carrey owns. I mean, he dominated it. It's got to be Jim Carrey for the '90s, whether you love him or hate him. Chris Farley. I mean, he was getting paid like twenty million a, yeah. a movie there after only doing a few movies. Chris Farley, but he only really got the one movie out. Yeah, there was Black Sheep. Yeah, you know. But he died so young. Yeah, but SNL. And so early in his career. Yeah, that's true. But we're kind of talking movie stars, like funniest movie stars. Sure. Uh, for the aughts, it's got to be Will Ferrell, right? Probably, yeah. And then I think for the tens, people start to make the argument of Seth Rogen. I think Seth Rogen. That's and who I would go he's to also aughts, though, because you've got Superbad and Pineapple Express being, I think at least Superbad was like 2006, right? So is Seth mm-hmm. Rogen funny? You, Will Ferrell has to be somewhere. Well, I think Kevin Hart has got to be up there too. Kevin Hart, I think, might be the so tens. So many movies. I think That's he might saying, be the tens. tens yeah. yeah, for the tens, I think Kevin Hart's got to be. He's definitely. Up, I mean, he's probably the overall the most well known. Yeah. When they're doing those big, high budget or big budget comedy movies, he they want him in it. It seems like, and if he's in a comedy, it's a big deal. You know, it it, it reminds me of like in the '90s with Jim Carrey. 
Ooh, Adam Sandler's good for the 90s. Adam Sandler's yeah. a good 90s one, too. But just Jim Carrey seems like, you know, he was a lot bigger. I mean, if you go yeah. with personal preference, it could be whoever you want. Sure. All I know is Will Ferrell has to be somewhere, and I don't know whether to put him in the aughts, or the, because you got Seth Rogen doing his thing, too, and Seth Rogen kind of started aughts and went into the 10s. So. With, with Anchorman and old school, I mean, yes. you got to go Will Ferrell. Yeah. So I'd say Will Ferrell, and then maybe you give Seth Rogen second place in the 10s, or maybe just move, or the aughts, mm-hmm. or maybe just move up to the 10s. But you're right, Snowcone. I think Kevin Hart has to be... Most prolific, most well-known, probably the, highest paid. Yeah. He's become the biggest uh, yeah. of the aughts. It's like him and for, The Rock. Right. Right now, he might, he might be yeah. the biggest of the 20s is the way things yeah. are going. Who yeah. knows? Who's your pick, Lazo? Do you think Will Ferrell... Well, I'm still stuck on the 80s because I can't believe we just dismissed Richard Pryor. Who dismissed so Richard I was Pryor? Looking... I didn't dismiss him. I, I just mean... don't know exactly when that stuff came out, I was saying. Well, Bustin' Loose was 81, Some Kind of Hero, The Toy. That was a horrible uh, movie. Brewster's Millions, Critical Condition, Moving. Uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil was 1989, Harlem Nights. Okay. I do like that movie. I feel like the 80s was owned by Richard Pryor. He probably owned the 70s, too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, 70s, I, that would be, if you said that, I was like, okay, I, I believe that. Eddie Murphy, I feel like, with Beverly Hills Cop and 48 Hours, yeah. and he was such a huge SNL star, and his yeah. stand-up specials were huge, yeah. that you make a good argument for uh, Eddie Murphy. Chevy Chase, they put in, he, he felt like the Will Ferrell of that decade, for putting sure, him right. in those, in in those roles yeah. for everything. When was, was Caddyshack, though? Uh, like 81, I want No, okay. it might have been, been 79. That's what I'm saying. Might have been 79. He feels like he might have been in the 70s to me. Well, certainly like, he, SNL, right? That was yeah. late 70s. He was only there for a season. But then when they started putting him in all those movies after Caddyshack, most of that stuff. When you think Chevy Chase, you think 80s, I think, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So who, who's your favorite? Richard Pryor for the 80s? As funniest movie star. Yeah. I mean, I his stand-up Pryor. was obviously the best. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I only really like a few of his movies. I do like the Gene Wilder movies quite a bit. Yeah, they're great. So for 90s, I know you're not a Jim Carrey fan. No. So who do you put for 90s? <sighs> Adam Sandler, probably? Yeah. Ooh, Ronnie Dangerfield is good. Ooh, yeah, but you know how many that. movies yeah. did he do? Yeah, I mean, he, he did two, three or four thereafter. I don't know. A couple of them might have been in the early 90s, like Ladybugs. And Little Nicky. <laughs> Little Nicky, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that might have been the last thing he I was in. That was huh? the last one he did. But I, would, I think Lazlo, I would assume Lazlo would say Adam Sandler for the 90s. Probably. Like if I mean, gonna... I'm looking it up just to see who was, you know, making stuff because you forget. I mean, Adam Sandler's hard to beat in the 90s, right? He's great. I go Jim I Carrey, Jim but, but some people don't yeah. like Jim Carrey. But I don't love Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah, I think those early movies, Dumb and Dumber is... And we're talking about guys, we're not, you time. know, we're leaving Carlin out, right? Because... He he didn't do TV, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He was in we're that, doing stand-ups uh, then, for dogma, sure. But. Yeah, he has some small roles and stuff. Yeah. But as far as funniest movie stars, yeah. you know, and a lot of them were stand-ups. They, it seems like they were mm-hmm. all either stand-ups or on SNL before they became movie yeah. stars. That kind of seems to be the trajectory. I think you made a good case for Eddie Murphy, Snow Cone. But I gotta, I'll go Chevy Chase for 80s when he was at his best. Fletch, Fletch lives, oh, and great, yeah. Vacation, and Christmas Vacation. And yep. I, gotta yeah, go I Chevy think Chase. 90s, you got to go Adam Sandler. You go Adam Sandler. Okay, so then for the aughts, it's Will Ferrell. It's got to be Will Ferrell. It's got to be. so many. Old school, Anchorman. Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Elf. What yeah. about Vince Vaughn? Was that, he was hitting it in Swingers and made in the right, 90s. And John Favreau. What about that crew? I mean, they were. That was a little more. I don't think of them as like, 
Yes, it yeah. was funny, but they weren't like over the top comedies. And yeah. and I feel like he only had Vince Vaughn only had a couple of really iconic roles, right? Swingers was huge. Yeah, it was I huge. think that was his first. That would have been the nineties. Yeah, I think for two thousands you do Will Ferrell, then I think Seth Rogen in the tens. So you think Seth Rogen for the tens? I do. Yeah. Okay, so I put mean, Seth Rogen in the tens. Kevin Hart, and then Kevin Hart twenties. Probably twenties. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, it is twenty twenty three. If we're going most popular, not necessarily the ones I like the most, but I think the most popular overall. Yeah, I think that's. I think those are the three. Uh, if you're going ones that you like the most, Snow Cone, you mm-hmm. like Will Ferrell the most, right? From the aughts? I don't know. I have to think about it. Are you a huge Seth Rogen fan? Yeah, I like him a lot. But you, do you like him as much as you like Will Ferrell? Seth Rogen at his best versus Will Ferrell at his best. I don't know. Seth Rogen seems like... You want to watch his movies. He seems like a cool guy. You want to hang out with him. He's easygoing. Yeah. He's always laughing and stoned. He seems great. But as far as like just hilarious movies, yeah. But I don't go back and watch those Will Ferrell movies very much. They were when they came out, they were you know legendary. They were huge. But I don't go back and watch them much oh, now. Well, that's what I do. I know. I've probably seen Old School about a trillion times. I know Get Hard was get tens, hard. but bring it up every day. Man, oh man, Snowco and I totally ignored that movie. It looked dumb to me. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> the reviews weren't great, and then I saw it. I was like, this is one of the funniest. I things think I've you seen. guys are. Um... But Snowco with Kevin Hart for the 20s—that's a good call. It has to be. Yeah, I think He's you guys dominant. are just completely just missing Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> I'm being honest. Why are you laughing Owen at Owen Wilson? Wilson? <laughs> what the hell? So, uh, someone sent this to me on our Discord chat. Yeah. Um, we were talking about it on, on our Twitch channel, which is just twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. Uh, here, here it is, Laszlo. Are Please. you a fast food foodie? Okay. You are, or a fast food connoisseur? You know, whatever you want to call it. You have to have eaten at a certain number of these restaurants. I got to feel like I am only because I was a buddy of mine texted... Like a half hour ago, there's a McDonald's that closed by my house, mm-hmm. and he was like, it's opening up as a beeferoo. What the hell is beeferoo? I don't know. Some place that was super popular in Illinois or something. It's like a Arby's, but so I started looking at their menu. I was like, oh, oh is it right. Like they do Game roast beef? Change. Yeah. So now you're going to have Lion's, Cho- Lion's Choice, yeah, beeferoo, which I don't love. and Arby's. Well, we were talking about that when you yeah. were out smoking earlier, how much... We love Arby's. I love Arby's, yeah. Okay, so here they are. We'll just check these off if you've eaten there. I'm guessing you and I have eaten most of the same ones because I think we've eaten at most of these. McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yes. Starbucks. Yeah. You've eaten food there before, right? Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Taco Bell. Obviously. Wendy's. Yes. Which Wendy's, Lazo taught me because I love the spicy chicken. He said, add cheese. Yeah. Changed my life. Changed my life. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, because I brought it in here before. Burger King. Of course. Subway. Lazo and I ate so much Subway together in Seattle. I still love it. We probably, I mean, if you weighed that food, how we ate Subway four oh, or five yeah. times a week. I still love Subway. I do, too. I never get tired of it. Domino's, yes. Right? You've had Domino's. Yeah, of course. Chipotle, yeah. yes. Sonic. Yeah. You have had Sonic? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know for sure. that I could see Lazo saying, like, you know what? I've never stopped doing no. Sonic. Panera Bread, yeah. of course. Pizza Hut, of yeah. course. KFC, Lazo yeah. prefers uh, original over I extra do. crispy. I didn't know it was available until I was older, but yeah. I, I just always thought you got to make sure you ask for extra crispy. So that's what I always did. My parents then, always asked for extra crispy, and I never tried original. And then when I got older, someone you know someone had it somewhere, and it was the original. I was like, oh, gross. And then I tried. I was like, what? My parents, horrible. The original is so much better. And my parents were just the opposite. They only liked original, so I had to order mm-hmm. extra crispy. And I just thought theirs doesn't look as good as mine. Right. And then when I got older, I, li- I think it was after I'd met you, you're like, no, you got to get original. Uh, Popeyes, we've eaten together yep. plenty of times. Dairy Queen? Yeah. Yep. Arby's, of course. Panda yep. Express? Yeah. 
Okay, Little Caesars, you worked yep. at one. Jack in the Box. Yeah. Uh, Papa John's. Yeah. All right, Whataburger. I think we yes. had Whataburger together at an airport, didn't we? We did, and I eat it here now. That's open. Uh, Culver's. Yes. Yes, love it. I, I get custard there all the time. And food. Canes, Raising Canes. Yeah. Yep, we've had that. Jimmy John's plenty yep. of times. Wingstop. Have you had Wingstop? Yeah, of okay, course. So love it. Uh, Zagsby's. I've never yes. had Zagsby's. You, I have. You've had it? Sure. Okay. Jersey Mike's. Yes. Okay. I don't think I've ever had Jersey Mike's either. Hardee's. Yes. Yes, love it. Five Guys. I know yes. you love that. Um. Bojangles. Yes. You I, had it? Yes. I I've think. never had it. Where are they? I gotta I I've think, seen I think, them in the are they in the South? Yeah, I think I yes. I've seen them on the When road I lived trips. in Florida, I think. I'd have to look at the sign. That's what I'm questioning. I All right, believe I'm gonna leave so, it but... I'm gonna leave it unchecked just in case. In and out? That all in and out is the next one. Yes, We've all, of everyone here's had I've in never and out. Had it. You've never had it, Snowgun? Interesting. I'd like to try it. Uh Firehouse Subs. Yeah. Yes. Krispy Kreme, yeah. of course. Uh El Pollo Loco. Yes, I love yes. it. Okay, I was thinking that you liked it. Love it. Trop- Have you ever had it? I've never had it. Oh, it's great. Well, actually, someone brought it in one time, and so I we ate it. We went to it, San know, Diego. Like we had it. Me and uh, Yura loved it. Um, Chacho was, you know, so-so on it, but I really liked it. Tropical Smoothie Cafe, I've never heard of. I, yeah, I've had it in the airport, for sure. You have? Yeah. It doesn't look familiar to me at all. Del Taco, yes. yes. You've had Del Taco, right? Checkers? Yeah. I used to eat checkers when I was a kid. Did you guys have checkers in Detroit? Yeah, drive through. Yeah, and it was super cheap. You could get a meal mm-hmm. there for like $4. Uh, Marco's Pizza. You've had yes. Marco's Pizza. McAllister's Deli. Have you had McAllister's? Oh, man. The baked potatoes. You get. I don't know. They've I got think... like six, ten different ways you can get loaded baked, baked potatoes. they got sweet tea. Lazo. I don't think I've had McAllister's. Oh, my God. It's so good. Well, I, is I... There one around, I don't think there's one around me. Uh, I know there's some on the Missouri side. I don't okay. know if you if you drive by one when you're hungry, go in there. It's kind of like Panera, I guess. It's similar to that, except um, you know you can get these giant baked potatoes with chili and meat, and it's like you know what it is, Lazo. I would describe it as Panera meets Jason's Deli. Okay, I like Jason's Deli. I know who doesn't. Qdoba. Yeah, had it. There used to be one next door. So right now we're at two. I'm at McAllister's. I'm not positive about Bojangles. I'm sure I have. I can't remember. I'm just leaving. There, if you mention another name, I'll know it. Like, there's a restaurant that I'm thinking is Bojangles. I'm not sure. Yeah. Papa Murphy's Take yep, and Bake. Of course. You've done that? Yeah. I've done it with my family. I've never bought one myself. Shake Shack? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Church's Chicken? Yes. Of course, they're all over. Freddy's? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tim Hortons? Yeah. I mean, love it. You, th- they had them in Detroit, yeah. don't they? Double, double. Okay. Baskin Robbins? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, what's he like? If you have, yeah, I, mean, ice I think cream all they have here. is ice okay. cream. So, yeah. right, as long as you've had the I ice think cream so, there, yeah. Moe's Southwest Grill. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we had that at work yeah, one time. We had too. Together. And White Castle, right? Yeah, of course. All right, so let's see how many. Are you thinking of Spangles? What? No, there's like a chicken place I think in the south that I'm confusing it with. By the way, McAllister's is awesome. You like it too? Do you Love get it. do you get potato you bake potatoes involved, or do you get other uh, stuff? No, you usually get the Reuben. Oh, okay. I've had the Reuben. Yes, look at that. Look at the Bojangles logo. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing it. Right. Now look up Lee's famous chicken logo. That's where I'm confused. I think I've had Lee's, not Bojangles. Okay. Well, they're both big yellow signs with red letters. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm confused here. Well, we've got uh, 47. So you only need, how many need? You only need 42. So you are a fast food connoisseur. But now I got to write it down. I got to do McAllister's. Yeah. Bojangles, which I think maybe I've had, but I'm not sure. And what was the other one? Uh, Moe's you said you'd had, right? Yeah. 
uh, churches, Qdoba, McC okay, McAllister's, you've had all these, Delta, uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, you said yes to, I did, I'm positive, and now that I looked it up, they, I remember they opened up their 500 store in Westland, Michigan, it was right next to where my mother worked at Davis Bridal, I know I went there several times. Okay, and then I think there, Bojangles is the first one that you mentioned, so I think that's it. It's just Bojangles and McAllister's, that's, that's what it. you gotta do, man, and then you'll be good to go. That's pretty impressive. It is impressive, How we eat a lot of fast food. I think I've eaten at almost all of them except the Tropical Smoothie thing. And uh, what was the other one that you said here that I didn't check? Oh, so I've had most. I've never had Tim Hortons. I'm embarrassed really? to say. I know people love their coffee. Like only in Canada. I, I don't, yeah, I think you've got to be up really north. Right? Didn't they start building Like it's on every corner in Detroit. It's really popular in Canada, right? Like that's like Yeah, he's not, Tim Hortons is an old hockey player. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's like, a, isn't it like a Starbucks? Yes. Like that. exactly yeah, like, like a it. coffee place, like right? Yeah, with that donuts kind of and sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I never had tropical smoothie, and I've never actually ordered food food from an El Pollo Loco, although I had, so it, I had it brought to me one time, and I've never had Bojangles. I don't know where to go. Oh, Zagsby's was the other one. Oh, yeah, there's I one right here. Just those. go to it. Yeah, I'll just check that off the list. Yeah. The Church Shot Laszlo.